it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Sal Licata here with another edition of WFAN Daily. Tis the season. Pitchers and catchers reported on Monday for the Mets. And of course, David Stearns, president of baseball operations, met the media. And of course, one of the first things to come up was Pete Alonzo. I, I just, like, I don't understand why people can't understand what's going to happen here. We've been saying it for months. The Mets have been saying it for months. He is going to test free agency. Pete Alonzo will play out his final year. The Mets will let him do so. Pete on his own will do so with his agent, Scott Boris. And then they're going to reassess, like, all the fuss. Now, you could have different opinions on things, and I certainly do, than maybe some of the majority of Mets fans. But you know, whether you think the Mets should trade Alonzo or not, whether you think that that is an asinine, crazy idea or not, doesn't matter. What matters is what is going to happen. And what is going to happen is Pete Alonso and his agent are going to play this year out. They are going to bet on Alonso himself. And that is the safest bet that you could make in the world. Bet on yourself. Good for Pete. He wants to make the most money. Maybe he prefers to be back with the Mets. Maybe he doesn't care where it is and he just wants every last penny. That's his right. And we'll find out. In the end, with Aaron Judge, he went through it, he bet on himself, and he ultimately wanted to be a Yankee, so took less money to do so. Will Pete have the same fate, meaning have the dominant year, historic year that Aaron Judge did, record-breaking year, and also take less money to come back? Time will tell. We'll find out. But both sides at this point, and I've also been saying this for months, both sides are better off with this being the case. The Mets are in a position of power because they will match any offer if they choose to. They would have with DeGrom. They didn't think he was worth that money. Oh, by the way, he wasn't. He was hurt for the year for the Rangers, so they made the right decision there. Nimmo, Diaz, they came back. So it's not like the Mets don't have the money for Pete. It's that the value of where Pete thinks he's worth versus where the Mets think he's worth is way off, and they're going to play this year out. Stern said it again yesterday when he met the media for the first time in spring training. The most likely outcome is to play this thing out until free agency. That, that's been expected for a long time. Now, could things change? Could the Mets trade Pete in season if things go sideways? 
could they come to an agreement? I guess anything's possible, most likely. And it makes sense for both sides to play this thing out. For Pete, bet on yourself, have a record-breaking season, and then look to cash in and max out your value. For the Mets, that's great because if Pete does do that, that means they make the playoffs this year or at least have a chance to make the playoffs this year, which is their goal. The Mets want Alonzo to have a monster year. They're not afraid to pay him. Now, the problem is going to be, like even if best-case scenario happens for both sides, Pete hits free agency after a monster record-breaking year. He had 60 home runs, you know, most home runs by a man, all that stuff, whatever. You know, record-breaking season, if you want to count, uh, you know, National League, you know, untainted records, whatever it may be. Pete has a historic year. And by the way, it doesn't have to be historic. Hit 55, hit 60, whatever. Driving 130, hit 250, play a solid first base, and get the Mets into the postseason. If Pete does that and the Mets win because of it, they are going to offer him a mega contract. Now, their version of mega, our version maybe of mega, is different than Pete and Scott Forrest's version of what a mega contract is. You've seen already, I mean, unless somebody signs during the taping of this podcast or after we tape it and air it here, you know, you still got Blake Snell out there. You still got Cody Bellinger out there. Pitchers and catchers are reporting. Like the season's about to start, and yet these guys aren't out there. Scott Boris rides the rides things out, doesn't care about allegiance to team. They want the most money. And Pete knew what he was getting himself into with Boris. So you have to use some common sense here and say, okay. And, and by the way, it's not a knock on him, but the reality is they want the most money. Fine. Now, the question is, what will Pete get on the open market even after a monstrous season? Mets would be happy with it. Alonzo's happy with it. Okay, what's the market value? For me, it's not going to be any more than $250 million. And by the way, I don't even think it's going to be that. I think you're looking at 220 maybe, maybe 220 That's even high end. Might even be less than that. I mean, you look at the other comparable, you know, Deals with Freddie Freeman, with Matt Olson. Pete thinks he's better than that or worth more than that. Fine. Maybe he gets more than that because the Mets see more value in Pete. They know how much he means to the fans. They would love to have Pete Alonzo. But you got to, at a certain extent, say, well, we're not going to get ridiculous here. Pete is not Aaron Judge. They're not going to pay $300 million to keep him. And I don't think they're going to have to. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The question will become, <clears throat> let's say the Chicago Cubs offer Pete Alonso $250 million. Will the Mets go to that extent, or will they say, we're good at 225 Do you want to come back and be a Met like you said, or do you want the most money? And that will be a fun scenario, because then we'll get to see what Pete really wants. Does he want the Mets and New York and the Mets fan base and to be a lifelong Met like Aaron Judge did for the Yankees? 
or does he want the most money? I know what Scott Boris wants, but what will Pete Alonso do? Now, again, that's a total hypothetical, but that's best case scenario for both the Mets and Pete, meaning that he has a big year, he commands a big contract, and then somebody else is going to go out there and try to offer him something, and the Mets will decide if they want to match. That's certainly best case for Pete, but the number's really not, it is what it is. He's a home run hitter. We know what he is. It's not going to significantly change his value if he has a monster year. He might think it will, and maybe it does to a certain extent with leverage as far as the fan base goes, but Pete Alonso already is a known commodity for the Mets, one of the best power hitters in baseball. He's a homegrown Met. The fans love him. The organization wants him back. And they're going to do what they can to bring him back without getting absurd. And that's exactly what they should do. Now, the problem is, from the perspective of thinking about trading Pete, not only because of you know what you could do with that money if you don't sign it back, but what it would do for other players on the team as far as maybe them having take more. You know, we talked about this the other day with Nimmo maybe being more of a leader or being allowed to be a leader without the big presence of Pete Alonso on the team. So I think there are benefits in that regard. But also think about, like, would you rather have Juan Soto or Pete Alonso? Yeah, maybe some of you say Pete Alonso. But to me, Juan Soto is the better player. And ideally, you'd love to have both. <clears throat> is that even possible for the Mets to be able to have both? If you had to choose one, and maybe King Cohen doesn't. Uh, Steve Cohen, as you call him for now, but in the event that he could get both those guys, he certainly would be king. Point is, everybody needs to calm down. I tried to warn Evan, you know, with the stupid beard and growing out the hair, if you paid attention, and he should know because I talked to Evan. Like, I talked to him a lot about other things that we don't even talk about on the air. And he should know that the Mets were not going to extend Alonzo anytime soon. Holding out hope is one thing. Well, you have to be realistic. And both parties are playing this the right way, the smart way. Put it to bed. In all likelihood, there is not going to be an extension for Pete Alonso. It does not mean that Met fans should panic that they're going to lose Pete. They're not. The only way, the only way the Mets do not re-sign Pete Alonso is if he gets some ridiculous, ridiculous, obscene offer from somebody else. And the Mets, similar to what they did with DeGrom, say, we love you, we want you here, but this is our price. Take it or leave it. And then Pete is going to have the difficult decision of whether or not he wants to be back in New York with the Mets or chase the most money. That's the only way. I would be stunned with any other outcome for Pete Alonso. Matter of fact, even if the Mets trade Pete, they would do it with the intention of having talks to bring him back. It's not, oh, his feelings would be hurt. He's not going to want to be a Met after being traded. Nonsense. You think that because you're thinking that Pete thinks like you, the fan. He doesn't. It's a business. He's thinking for him. <clears throat> and if the Mets, excuse me, I don't know what the hell is going on in my throat. Uh, the damn weather. <clears throat> if it's the weather, if it's the Super Bowl, I don't know what the hell is going on. Not enough sleep. Anyway, excuse me. No cough button here when I'm recording the podcast. Pete doesn't think like a fan. I believe Pete loves the Mets. I believe Pete loves New York. 
I believe Pete loves the Mets fans. I also believe Pete Alonzo, and this is not a bad thing, but I also believe Pete Alonzo wants the most money. And we're going to find out if the Mets offer him the most money or somebody else does, and then he's going to have to make that difficult decision. But this is not going to be a case where the Mets lose Pete Alonso because they can't afford him or because Pete's feelings are hurt because the Mets didn't extend him. Nonsense. Both parties, the Mets, Cohen and Stearns, and Alonzo and Boris are playing this thing the right way. Quick side note before we say goodbye here. By the way, don't forget to download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. How about Igor? I got to mention Igor tonight. He looked great. Or should I say, last night as I record this, fresh off the shutout. Finally, vintage Igor Shesterkin. That could be the most important thing to come out of Monday in the sports world. Forget the Super Bowl. Forget the Jets uniforms. Forget the Giants quarterback. Forget Alonzo and David Stearns and all that stuff. Igor with the shutout, looking well-rested, looking like his old self. Maybe now taking back the reins here and on a path to finding himself from a year ago, which could lead the Rangers to a Stanley Cup. All right, that does it for us. We'll be back again with another one tomorrow on WFAN Daily. Enjoy the rest of your day.